really good to see you all here. Um, and it's been a long morning. Uh, we want to get straight into it. Here at the Common Room, um, for those who aren't familiar, we are the 17 plus venue for those who are 17 plus to have their own space, socialize, meet new people, um, get to know the word a bit more, and just journey together as the older cohort of New Day. Because, you know, we're not 16 to 12 to 11 anymore. We're kind of, I get, yeah, I get you guys. Maybe you don't get me, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's good that you're all here today um, because we're, we're starting our seminar stream, the Young Living Translation. Woo! Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this is, this is going to be a, a seminar stream this week talking about different things, but different things that you're going to venture through in, through in this period of your life. And for us, we, have, we, are, we are young, we're not as young as you guys, but we, we've just come out of that, that phase of our life, and we feel like there were things that we went through, um, and there are things that we journeyed through that we would love to share with you. But at the same time, share but hear, because generations change, and things happen, and there are journeys that you guys go through that we haven't gone through, um, but we can share what we know. And maybe you can use that to, to, to utilize and, and maybe help you in your own journeys. So today we've got my bro Eugene. Can you give him a loud Yeah, Eugene actually is, is leading the common room with me. So if you don't see me in here, um, then you know who to, to shout to. Um, but Eugene's going to talk to us about making your faith personal. Um, and, and I guess the title is a bit uh, direct, but like we're, look, we're looking at making your faith personal when it comes to uh, how you venture, how you journey in your own, in your own journey, your, your faith with Christ, um, whether that be through church, whether that be through fellowship, friends. Um, Eugene's going to try and, and round it up and like, give him his own view on how he sees that, uh, making your faith per personal with God. Um, so I'm going to hand over to Eugene. He's going to lead us today. We're gonna have a, he's going to talk to us and then we're going to have a, a discussion after where we want to hear from you guys too. Um, and then, yeah, we're just going to see how things go. So over to you, Eugene. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you guys enjoy having Elwin this morning? 15 to 18, recognize that? Yeah, that was really cool. That was really cool. Guys, it's great to have this many of you in here. Um, and there's still people coming in. So very welcome, guys. Thank you for, thank you for choosing the common room this morning. Um, yeah, so this follows on quite nicely from what we just heard uh, with Andrew Wilson, right? And um, the idea of like, being planted and being a seed and what comes out of this, and this kind of being like the lowest point, right, in the Christian journey. So, um, big spoiler alert, all right, it's like, guys, we, like, we've hit the jackpot. Just being a Christian, this whole journey, everything I'm going to explain to you today, the context is that you're doing it with God, and that's what sets you apart, right? That means that you're chosen, he loves you, and he's like, everything, Jesus dying on the cross, he would have done it just for one of you guys sitting here today, Welcome, guys. Keep coming in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We might have to just edge forward to the back. Um, yeah, he would have just done it for just one person to be like, yeah, no, I believe, I believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and um, enjoy eternal life. So, yeah, that's a big, that's a big spoiler. Uh, a little bit of context as well. I think it's just useful to understand, like, we're in the New Testament. So when we, when we look at the Bible and when we're, like, understanding the difference between God's relationship with us in the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's still the same. He's always wanted a direct relationship with us. 
And um, in the Old Testament, it was with the, with the Israelites, sometimes also referred to as the Jews in the Old Testament. And he gave a list of laws and rules and like ways of how you can live like perfectly and, um, and live in, in direct relation with God, right? And in any point in time, if you fell short, you could give a sacrifice and that would take place for your sin, okay? And there was prophecies of a Messiah, a savior, someone that would come. There was also a lot of oppression, so someone that would free them socially as well. And um, in the New Testament, that's fulfilled by Jesus Christ. And he also, he came and he lived a perfect life, absolutely spotless, and then came and died for us. Okay, and that meant that when he went up and he ascended, he left, but then, and that's a word as flesh, and he left us, but he left us with the spirit, which means that we have the Holy Spirit inside us, and he searches the depths of God's heart and the depths of our heart. And that's how we just stay in like direct connection. So at any point in time, you can just reach out to God. God can speak to you. God speaks to us through prayer. He speaks to us through the Bible. And um, so that's what we're going to start by talking about today, having a direct relationship with God. And um, yeah, so a lot of you, I'm guessing you're actually yeah, a little like check. I want to see, are people in college? Anyone in college? Hands up and stuff? Or not really? Okay. Sixth form. I'm seeing what the, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then just like secondary school, like coming up to year 11, GCSEs, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, pretty massive. All right, so all of that super, super important stuff. God's with you each and every step of the way, okay? And the first thing I want to talk to you about is kind of like knowing yourself. So right now you're figuring out a lot of stuff and you're, you're like gaining an opinion. You know what you like, what you don't like, you know who you like, who you don't like. Uh, you decide where you want to go, what you want to eat, all of that. Like, you're really figuring stuff out for yourself. And, um, yeah, God just, like, in each point, will be putting stuff on your heart and will be, like, showing you, like, things to do. And there'll be moments where there'll be connections where you can meet people and he'll use you in every room that you're in. So it's never a mistake when you're in a room. But when we look at scripture, um, I want to start with Psalms 139, verse 14. Um, and David, who understood what it meant to have an intimate relationship with God, talks about, um, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, right? And then in Genesis 1.27, um, we also see that God says that he's made man in his own image, right? So every way that you go, whether you're in school, college, whether you're at work and stuff, you've got to understand. And you can have a bit of like bravado about it. It's not pride, but you've got to understand like you're not just here by mistake. Like, God's chosen you, you're, you're reflecting God in that moment, and um, he's, he's, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And God does things well. Like, everything about God is good. So you understand that God is good, God made you, he was happy with you, he had a plan for you, and he put you exactly where you're supposed to be. So every time you get to an exam, that's not meant to trip you up, okay? Understand that in that moment, God's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do this, and then I've got about two or three steps afterwards that lead to the next thing, and he might reveal it to you at a certain point in time, but nothing's meant to like stumble you, nothing's meant to push you too far. In each moment of your life, as you're navigating it, you've got direct connection to God to just be like, yo, so these, uh, these GCSEs, um, English maths is cool, but the science one, I don't know, and just, you can just keep praying to him, and he's like, it's cool, keep going. In this moment, there's something I'm going to do to you. Maybe you opening up, help someone else like figure out something that they're like struggling with, or just in each moment, there'll be an opportunity for you to connect with someone else and for you to connect with God and for your strengths to grow. If there's something you're struggling with and you clearly see that it's like 
yo, I can't do this in my own strength. You lay it down, you pray to God, God shows you through it. That's your testimony. Okay? So, um, yeah, that's the first thing. Understanding that in every situation you're in, you're a vessel. God's using you and you're just filled with the Lord and you're reflecting God in every point in time. Okay? So just keep knowing that and that's how you kind of know who you are. Because there's going to be a lot of things thrown at you. A lot of people are going to be saying stuff, projecting stuff onto you. It's okay. That teacher that said you can only get a D, that's, that's not true. When you know that you're made to reflect God, that's not true. It's just, you can, you can deny that and you can be like, no, actually, I know who I am. I know I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, I'm, respectfully, I'm going to get an A. Yeah? So you can, you, can, you can know that and just walk like that and walk in the spirit. Um, so yeah, that's the first point. And guys, you're going to have to take notes because of all the people in the other seminars and they're going to want to hear this. So you might want to start like <laughs> bullet pointing stuff down so you can share it with your friends after. Um, but yeah, and then I also wanted to talk about studying the Bible. So prayer is great when you know what you want to say, right? But when you need a bit more, when you just need to hear from God, like you don't know. You don't know. There's so many unknowns, like what am I doing next? Um, like, am I doing the right thing? Have I stumbled? Have I gone too far to the left or to the right? The word is your cheat code to life. You've got the Bible. You, you have the Bible app. You like, go to it and seek it. And, like, just go online and you can, you can Google for specific parts or you can do Bible plans um, and just understand God's perspective and God's point of view and what he wants for you, right? How does, how does, that, like, how does that smile work? What does that smile look like for me? that um, Andrew Wilson was just, was just sharing with us. Um, and studying the word is what really like, unlocks a bit, of, a bit of God's identity so you can understand where God's showing up. When the door opens, not every time is it God. Sometimes it's a distraction, right? But when you read the word and you're constantly there and you're meditating on it, which is something we'll touch on later on, you get to understand like, yeah, no, that looks, that looks like God. Because I remember the last time he showed up, it, like, it, looked, it looked mad similar to this so stuff like that, just continue staying in the word uh, continuing to see how the, the early church worked is a really good example so all of those, the Acts, the Romans and stuff at the beginning where you get to see like alright, how do the Christians like, navigate life because that's what um, yeah, that's what a lot of this really is and um, yeah, understanding that because of that your faith becomes more than just like an external appearance, right? Because at this point, I'm going to imagine a lot of you have gone to church with your parents and a lot of you have made friends at church, but there's a slight difference between that and maybe when you get to university and you have to then find your church. And no one's going to ask you to go to church on Sunday. No one's going to force you. And in fact, a lot of people might actually put pressure on you to do something else on Sunday. So stuff like that, it becomes like a, this is my choice to go to church, to worship God to like continue like building you know relation with him um and then to touch on the friends part which we're going to dive into even more um yeah there's a slight difference i'm going to be real there's a slight difference for me this might not be the case for you because i know you guys are better than me but i had friends and then i had church friends and there were friends i was friends with on sunday but I didn't see them for the week. I didn't do life with them. I didn't, they didn't understand who I was necessarily all the time, right? Uh, and there's something really magical that happens when, from a guy's point of view, maybe you're playing FIFA, playing football, like you're just chilling out, watching a film, you've gone to cinema, and actually you can have a little moment to be like, yo, this is something I'm considering, this is something I'm confused about, this is something I'm trying to navigate, 
and they also have a direct relation with God and they can talk to you about it and they can pray with you about it and they can study the Bible with you about it. There's a completely different thing that happens there. So, um, yeah, that's something I'd really like to encourage, especially through this week. If there's people that you're like, nah, you know what? It doesn't just have to be Sunday. Like, I'm like, I'm messing with you. You're cool. Like, I'm enjoying this. Like, maybe it's just like, maybe it ends up being like sixth form. You go to a cafe and stuff after, like, after your um, classes and that. But just like actively choosing to be like, nah, like, I want you to be a friend, happens to be a Christian rather than you're a Christian friend and then your friend's friends. So that's one thing that's got like a lot of power. And just to give it like a personal example, even Elwin, Elwin and I, we met at New Day 18 or 19, one of those two. And um, yeah, and it literally, that's what happened for us. So it just went from like, yeah, cool. Like I see you at New Day. This is cool. This is like, this is a vibe. And then it became a lot more about like, all right, cool. Like what are we doing? How are we navigating this? Like, shared experiences and there might be anything from finances to work stuff um, which is massive and then like relational stuff and all of this will get onto through the week answering calls you know when God like calls you to do something when you feel convicted to do something that you're not doing and all vice versa all of that becomes a lot easier when you have a friend a genuine friend that you're like me it's, it's still me it's still me that I'd like hang out with you and stuff and we do all of the same things but actually, can we just take a bit of time to just help figure this out? Um, which you can't get outside of having that Christian friendship. Um, I don't know if you've tried having conversations like that where it's a little bit deeper and you're like, there's already a bunch of things that I'm not going to do because I'm not like, of the world, right? And you try to talk to a friend about it and they give you, a, give you a suggestion that you might not feel comfortable with and all of that. You get to negate that when, um, yeah, you've got someone that you're like, also have that same direct relationship with God. And God also gives God the opportunity to work miracles through them. Because God uses people all throughout the Bible, always friends of people or family members of people. Uh, it's not always direct. Sometimes he wants to, sometimes you'll be praying, you'll have a quiet moment, and God will put a name of someone on your heart. And you'll be like, all right, okay, I need to reach out to them. There's something, yeah, there's something I'm missing. Um, yeah, so that was just something else I wanted to put on your minds today and um now i'm gonna do like i want us to get into little groups and start doing like a little breakout activity because i've been talking at you for a while um i just want to consider like prayer and prayer amongst friends okay so hmm, okay we've got a lot of people but most people have come here with their friends if not we've got some people from the common room floating around but if we could get into groups of twos, threes, fours, whatever's like, however you guys will come together. And if each of you could just share something that you would like prayed for at least for this week and God willing the week to come, but just at least for this week and just like get together and just have that like, all right, cool. You know, Sarah, James, Jack, whatever wants this and like vice versa. Everyone, everyone just says something to each other. So if um, the guys that work at the common room, if we could just make sure that no one's by themselves and they have something to share. Cool. Um, and the great thing about New Day is that because you guys are going to be in close contact with each other for the week, it's a lot easier to just be to, like check in on one another and, and make sure that the stuff that you're praying about, like you're just touching base, hold each other accountable, make sure you can support each other, uh, talk about it as well, and you know create space, like safe spaces for you guys to um, communicate about it because that that just makes it so much easier. 
and it becomes so much clearer and even helps you if you have something that feels so massive, just being able to put it down and, and break it into one sentence almost almost half the problem in and of itself. Um, yeah, so for the second part of this session, we're going to kind of, I'm going to give you some more like actions. So just some stuff that you can take away uh, and hopefully just apply to your like faith journey. And it is a journey. It's not like every one point. Um, it's a curve and it's always increasing. It's always ascending. So hopefully this stuff will just be like helpful and yeah, to support you guys. But um, the first thing I wanted to touch on again was prayer. So the more you speak to God, the more like the closer you get with Him. It's just it's the same as any other friend that you would have, any any other one, any other person you'll have some sort of relation with, a parent, um, family member. The more you talk to them, the more you understand them, the more you get them, the more you even know what to say, the more comfortable you feel. Um, yeah, the Bible shows many examples of Jesus retreating to the wilderness as well. So Luke fifteen six, in case anyone wants like an idea of that, what that really looked like. But Luke fifteen six um, describes Jesus like just removing himself from all of the distractions, all of the noise, everything that's happening. And at this point, I think he's he's got to almost be like a celebrity. Like everyone knows when he's in town. Uh, people were bringing their friends to him and stuff. And um, yeah, that moment of just like, I can either turn everything off or I can just go into my own little corner. And that for most people would be their bedrooms. But if there's anywhere private or uh, comfortable that you just feel safe to speak to God in, out loud in your head, it literally doesn't matter, just freestyle it. God just wants to hear from you. It doesn't have to be first thing in the morning. It doesn't have to be last thing at night. Anywhere in between, both, all of the above, 10 times a day, literally as you're going through, just have a constant conversation. Uh, and one thing I'd love to encourage is also spending time to listen. There's just a real magic moment when um, you say everything. God's such a gent, like he's such a gentleman that he'll know exactly what's up. Uh, same way a blind man can come up to God and he's, oh, Jesus even, and he will just kind of stand there and he'll wait for you to say exactly what you want and then as soon as you say it there's already a plan everything is yes or amen so there's already something better than what you're saying uh, or literally a direct solution to what you're saying and all of that again builds your faith right all of it again builds your courage in him because you share something and then a week two days in a minute it gets answered and it's great to record it down as well, writing it down and literally being like, okay, cool. This is one thing I was praying for. And it might be for some of you, a prayer journal. It might not even be words. It might not be thoughts. It might be like, yo, this is how I felt today because of this at school. (laughs) And it's really stressing me out. And then it might be that when one week later you come back to it and you're like, oh yeah, I remember how I navigated that and how like God put this person in my life. And because of it now, I'm like, that's not something that I concern myself with. So yeah, prayer. Um, We have examples of the Lord's Prayer as well, and I'm sure everyone's heard it, so I don't need to repeat it, but Luke um, Luke 11, 2 to 4. Luke 11, 2 to 4. Yeah, Jesus breaks down. Our prayers should be personal, right? They should be intimate, and they should be expressive, okay? And when I say expressive, I literally mean... Yeah, for an idea, you know when you're talking to, when you're, you can tell you the same story to your best mate and you can say the same story to your parents and you might not have all the details of like everything that happened when you're telling your parents because you're, you're just like, uh, maybe, maybe might not be as comfortable or you don't want to waste their time or it's just like a quick, like they just asked how you are, cool. But when you're with your mate and you know that you're sleeping over or something, 
you just go deep into a story. That's what God wants to hear. Like, if you go and grab a coffee and God is like, yo, for you to have that coffee, I made sure that your uncle said something to you two weeks ago and that changed your mind about how you felt about that and you got here and someone was late and someone covered their shift so that you could talk to them and they were in a really good mood. So how did you find the coffee? Like, God wants to hear that kind of detail. So just talk. Literally just talk. Like, you're talking to a mate. Like it's, it's as expressive as you want it to be. But yeah, prayer life is literally you just talk, uh, speaking with God. Um, next thing, kind of touched on it earlier, I want to talk about is like meditation. Um, so to meditate is just like to consider something deeply. And I know that we've, there's a lot of like ideas and projections outside, but the Bible often says to meditate on the word. So this is that pause after you've said something and just kind of like put something out there and like shared something with God. Just having a moment to either focus on that prayer or focus on a scripture or something that you're believing for, just some sort of goal, interest, thought, like imagination, like just, just anything that God's saying to you, just sit on it and think about it and continue to ponder it. And in there, God can like reveal like a secret or a moment or something that you're supposed to do or something that you should have. All those insights, God can share it to you when you make time to just sit on it. So it doesn't have to be something like big or scary. It's literally like 10 seconds, a minute. Sometimes it's longer. But just making time to literally clear and just be like, all right, I'm just focusing on this. And I'm not going to get on it. To be honest, Lord, like, I'm not moving until you tell me what it is because it's, it's like it's shaking me. So something I'd love to encourage you to do, um, again, if you get us quite uh, time throughout the week. And then the next thing I want to just touch on is fear really quickly as well. Um, as an action point, God doesn't have to say stuff every day for you to know that it's a daily thing. But I just love that the Bible says 365 times across the scripture, and I can't list out all the verses, do not fear. Like, just do not fear. Everything that you're doing is part of God's plan. Okay, he can't bless that hesitation. All right, that's something I got told when I was like confused. It was, yeah, work stuff again. It's confused. Didn't know what decision to make. Didn't necessarily seem like a right or wrong. Okay, I prayed on it, stuck on it, fasted on it, and I was just like, yo, I don't know what to do. And someone just told me, yo, like, just pick one and ask God to meet you in it. Like, sometimes you literally just have to step into it. When you're doing stuff not out of faith, but out of fear, God can't really operate in that. It's not his, that's, God doesn't really do fear. Like, that's not, that's not what he calls you to. You're meant to be bold, knowing who you are, knowing that you're a vessel, knowing that you're light to the world, like you're the salt of the world. Don't be, there's nothing to be shook about. There's nothing to be scared about. Step into it and let God meet you there, all right? Anytime you're trying to do something and have it all figured out and do it in your own strength and your own knowledge, doesn't leave room for much miracles. Obviously, he'll still work in it doesn't leave room for much miracles. When you're stepping out in faith and you're like, yo, feels like something I should do. Don't know what it looks like. It's going to be really scary. Like, and it could be quite embarrassing and everyone's told me not to do it. But God, we're, we're going over here. God's going to be like, right, bet. let me meet you there. Okay, so step out in faith and do not fear. Every day, of the, like you can literally find a verse for every day of the year. Do not fear. Um, and the church... I'm going to be so real. Simon, he took, my, he took my whole flex. I was about to bring out the Greek word, Ecclesiastes. Uh, hey, Ecclesiastes, that's a Bible. Oh, man. Um, 
the, the Greek word um, ecclesia, I want to say, for the church, right? And um, that was never meant to be a building, okay? That was always a collection of people. That was the way that they described people that stepped out in faith and followed Jesus Christ. And I say Jesus Christ because there's a lot of Jesuses and Jesus, but Jesus Christ is our savior, okay? That's quite important. That was, yeah, that was an adjective that was used to describe a set of people. And um, this, looks like, this looks like the story of uh, the people that carried their friend who was lame over a building and like dropped him in front of Jesus so that he could get healed, okay? And Jesus healed him not because of his faith, because the Bible is quite clear. He didn't really, he was just like, I'm, like, I'm here, innit? If you drop me there, like, we'll see what happens. These guys took it off the roof, lowered their friend down, and Jesus said, because of your friend's faith, you're healed, and you can get up and walk, right? That is the church. Those people that understand who God is and those people that do life together, support each other, like, build each other up, like, hold each other accountable, even when one person's not on it, be like, yo, we're going, that's the church. There's never been a building, okay? Like, that original word has never been a building. It's all about that prayer group that you found, that two, three, four, that are all praying for each other, checking back in, making sure that what we prayed about is just like still happening, we're still on it. We haven't given up because it's been six months. That's the church, okay? And um, I just wanted to share, where are we at now? Okay, I just wanted to share something from um, Timothy, which is really good, really good book, First Timothy and Second Timothy, right, where... Um, Paul was basically Timothy's spiritual leader, right? And God puts it on Paul's heart that you should like, you know, show him the ropes, like just teach him everything. Everything I've shared with you, Paul, so that this church can grow, I need you to just impart that knowledge into Timothy and Timothy will do the same, okay? And Timothy also got the same words saying that like, yo, this guy, Paul, I know he's got some, he's got some sauce, man. Stay tight to him and you'll figure it out. Okay. So Paul, uh, sorry, Timothy also knew that Paul was like, all right, this is someone that should be like a leader, right? For me in, in his life. That's how he felt. Um, and for a lot of you, and for me, this was, um, a guy called Dan Curzon. He's going to be speaking later in the week and he was my youth leader. But then beyond that, he was also someone that I'll go to for like spiritual counsel, right? Just stuff like specifically God related, we might not talk for months and it will just be like another problem that I'm facing that I just kind of wanted like guidance on, right? And then we'll chill a little bit and I'll see him on Sunday and da-da-da. It was cool. Like we understood what like the relation was. And then later on I'll be like, yo, there's another thing, you know, that I'm struggling. Thank you. Last thing's done. Sorry, I didn't say anything. But um, there's another thing that I don't know how to navigate. And he, it was literally like that. And it's become much more of a friendship now. But... At the time, he was literally my spiritual teacher. Uh, Timothy also talks about how Timothy had a spiritual peer um, whose name is Prisla in the Bible. And these concepts, for me, is how you build your church. And so something we're going to do after, I'm going to explain a little bit more, something we're going to do after is like more of an individual session, but it would be great to share it and discuss it, especially if some of the people you're writing down are in the room with you today. Um, but it's how to build your own church. And the idea is that you're essentially in the center of this and you have a spiritual teacher, you have a spiritual peer, someone that you feel like is going through the same sorts of things as you, someone that's like in the same part of your spiritual journey with you, 
someone you feel comfortable saying like where you're falling short or what you're not necessarily good at because you don't see them as like this perfect unattainable level just someone that you're like yeah we're both here and we've both maybe done like two or three new days and we've both been baptized but we haven't started serving at church or we don't know how we feel about tithing yet all of those sorts of things um that would be someone you'll consider your spiritual peer someone that's just like you feel like all right yeah we we can level with this and then for a lot of you it might be hard to think of and I want to add this doesn't have to be one person your spiritual peers teachers and disciples don't have to be one person it's just a idea but for a lot of you having a spiritual like apprentice or disciple might be a little early but if there's someone like a niece or nephew if there's someone at your church that has like some sort of attraction or just like attention that they're just like, oh man, like I, I just kind of want to go around this person. Like they think you're cool and you're a bit like, I'm, like I'm trying to chill. That kind of vibe. That could be your spiritual disciple. Like there's something in them that's just like, yo, they've got something or the way that they're living their life, I feel like resonates with me and I'm really comfortable with the way they live their life. There's something that they like that you're doing and hopefully you're reflecting Christ. And so they kind of want to assimilate that. Please don't run away from that. That's, um, that's your church. That's also your church. That's your ministry. That's who you can inform. That's who you're going to have a lot of impact over. Um, that's who you can like really teach and um, be a leader to. So next and um, like final task, and then we'll do like some questions and Q&A at the end. So if you've got anything that you'd like to like just ask me and, and we'll just talk about it as a big group, that we'll do that at the end. But yeah, I want everyone to build their own church. Who's your spiritual lead, like teacher? Who's your spiritual peer? And who do you feel like could be a spiritual disciple to yourselves? Yeah. So yeah, figure it out. Like yeah, either ha- either do it in groups if you feel like doing it in groups, or like this is something you can also do like individually and just like on your phone or just like write it down and just have a think about. All right, guys, thank you so much for getting involved in that. And hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully each and every one of you have either built your own church or you've got a prayer point for someone that you're like, nah, I need to get a disciple like ASAP or I need a spiritual peer or I feel like I need a spiritual teacher. Um, Please do pray about that. And if there is anything else that you like, anything else that you're not too sure about and you'll kind of like to explore further, figure out more. We've actually got a bunch of red caps and green caps in the building. So they're all going to be here. I don't know if you want to do like a little wave just so you can see, but they're all going to be here and they're not only just like ready, they like want to pray with you and just bless you and just like talk to you about like whatever's going on. So please feel free to come to the front. Um, Yeah, at the end of the meeting and yeah and just get some prayer i'm trying to think if there's anything else if we need to talk about if there's any other questions you've got about church i know we've got um a y alpha thing going on as well this week um alpha courses are really great if there's anything i've spoken about today old testament new testament that you don't understand alpha course will help clarify all of that so i definitely recommend that um if anyone's going off to uni and want to like figure out what church that they should be going to or like want to find out what churches are in those cities and towns we're going to be here in the common room all through the week and that's going to be a service that will like be helped like offering 
So if anyone like wants to know what churches are in their cities that will cater to students, um, yeah, feel free to come and find anyone that's wearing a one-team T-shirt, which is this like white and purple one, um, in the common room, and they're all like, yeah, they're all ready, and we'll just jump on Google and and find something for you. But guys, that has been our first seminar of the Young Living Translation. So thank you. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to do a quick prayer as we're leaving. <laughs> but um, dear Heavenly Father, I just pray saying thank you for this time, for this space. Pray saying thank you that um, you are here and that you're present and that your grace and favor is over this shed and this whole campsite through the week. I pray saying thank you for the spiritual teachers, friends, and disciples in this room, Lord. I pray that you continue to co- equip them and um, fill them with your knowledge and fill them with the knowledge of self that you provide. Fill them with a love of self that you provide. Let them know who they are in your name and in your word, Lord. And let they just, just reflect your personality in the world. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Everyone have a blessed week.